She's a legend. She stepped down this week. Uh, oh my god! Did I record that? <laughs> Welcome to the Wonder Boys podcast. How was your weekend? You already said that earlier, but how was your weekend? My weekend was great, Tim. And how Being is that this is recorded on a Monday? I know it might not be <laughs> listened to or uploaded or even edited for like three weeks, but. It is a Monday at this time of recording. Do you want to find out what our most recent weekend was like from time of from reco- again the time, time of recording? recording? <laughs> so this could be three weeks ago. Now that you're listening to this, <laughs> who knows? Um, no we have really no consistency. Does. We have no schedule. I mean, we barely have a presence on the web, but it is there. And we're happy you're here. Yes, uh, for people it, who are listening. Exactly. If you've made it this 35 seconds in and realize yeah. you've made a grave error. Just know that oh, we realized too. That's something I wanted to ask you. Does oh. Joey Glazer listen to this? He podcast? does. Okay. Uh, I no, just, he, I used, he used to live with me. Did I tell I you that? spoke he with him. Well, in London for like two months, right? Or what? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I just spoke with him because I, I didn't realize, here's a, like, I don't, I don't get uh, Facebook, Messenger, Instagram, all the meta stuff that they own. Yeah, yeah. Like the Messenger is not connected through instagram so if someone messages you through instagram it doesn't send it through messenger but if they message you through facebook it does send it through messenger i don't know how it works anyways long story short i left a message unread by joey glazer for like three months or however long it was (laughs) and then i see it yesterday uh at the time of recording so this would be january 22nd i see this and i'm like holy (laughs) fuck like this guy sent me a, a few cool messages uh, it's like trying to share some cool like aviation related stuff with me and I've just not seen it and just not responded. Like I'm ghosting this dude who literally used to live with my brother. <laughs> like I feel like such a dick. Um, and anyways, yeah, I was going to check if he listened because I was like, I want to say, hey, Joey, what's up? Oh, nice. No, That's I think it. he does. That's I think he does listen. I don't know if he listens as regularly anymore. Uh, he used to be always be like, when's the next episode of the Wonder Boys? Well, he out? was on one of the very early episodes, wasn't he? Like we're talking like 20 something. Yeah. 20, 30 something. Um, yeah, I and I was remember. like, did he end up listening after he was on? Because we ended up talking about a lot of cool stuff. And But I wasn't sure. Yeah. And then I saw this message from him yesterday and I'm like, oh, fuck. I should like respond. Because <laughs> like, it was in the request section. It wasn't in the actual like, um, conversation section. I don't know. Slide into DMs well enough. Fuck, man. Well, apparently, because like you have to follow the person for it to go directly to you and to like buzz you right. to send your notification. If you don't follow the person or they don't follow you or something, um, it sends it to a requests inbox. And then yeah. that does not send you a notification. So I don't check the request because like, I'm, like fa- I'm not a famous Instagram personality or whatever. So I don't really check that stuff. And then I see it no yesterday. And I was like, oh, shit. Okay. Anyways, how was your nice. weekend? Do we actually get to that? or uh, I don't remember. It was good. Yeah, thank you. I um I, it will shock no one listening to this who knows me that I played oh, Ultimate no. Frisbee over oh, the weekend. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> hey, at least I didn't bring up Star Wars, you sack of shit. Speaking of Star Wars, let's talk <laughs> about the Mandalorian. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, Speaking of. Uh, no, I had a good weekend. And, was it uh, a tournament or just just yeah, games for fun? How does it work? Okay. Tournament, and uh, I'm a little sore today. Feeling a little, little tired. Right. Little, little baby today. Little baby. And... Uh, but yeah, how about you? How was your weekend? It was pretty good. Um, how come I didn't? Yesterday was Sunday. We went for a little Sunday breakfast at the Dutch. 
Sarah and I. It was nice. Chill. It was nice. It um we don't go out to eat that often. And it was very pleasant because we went for a little walk afterwards in the sunshine. That was very very nice. Very um, nice. Because it has not been very sunny here. It's been very rainy and cloudy and awful. Uh, so I was grateful for that. What did I do on Saturday? Not a, not a lot, actually. Nothing, really. That's about it. Yeah, man. Chill. Um, how was your holiday time slash Christmas slash New Year's? Oh, sorry. Is there something that you yeah, want to share with the group? I'm eating food. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I, I just realized you're going to have, it's going to be funny in the recording because I muted myself on the, the meeting, but I didn't mute my mic. So I'm like, Jennifer came over with her bowl of food and oh, Harris yeah. has some like arugula or rocket on top. And I'm like, mm. why didn't I get any rocket? <laughs> but I'm like, oh, Tim didn't hear that, but the recording did. So, yeah. Well, that's all right. We'll work on that later. Nice. Um, yeah, New Year's. It is 2023, folks. Unless if you haven't heard, folks, it's the year 2023, and nothing's changed. That's about it. Nothing's it's, well. It's changed that it's January now. Yeah. Last time we spoke, it was December. So I mean, that's true. Okay. Yes, for the Wonder Boys podcast. That's what I was thinking. Like, I mean, yeah, it's it's almost the end of January now. Um, but I was like, man, maybe we should like reinvigorate for the new year. But honestly. Should we though? <laughs> like, should, should we put effort? We say that every this? time though, don't we? We have this conversation. Yeah. We're like, man, this is a lot of fun. I thoroughly enjoy doing this. Yeah, we should put more that's effort true. into it. That's true. And I even Wah-wah. had a conversation with with Sarah yesterday or the day before. I was like, I feel like I'm just kind of spread a bit, not thin, but like I've got too many things dividing my focus, and it's kind of yeah, it's tough. It's tough to like do just that one extra little thing um to put effort into it especially now because like everything demands that you need to be like a fucking social media guru and you're gonna spend time you're gonna look at analytics and shit you're gonna post stuff at a certain time you're gonna like you gotta be like a graphic designer to build logos for your podcast thumbnails and shit and you're like oh my gosh oh no that's one thing i wanted to talk about today is you don't need to do that anymore there's ai for that Oh, yeah, that's true. You can get AI to build your logo. That's fair. I mean, I suppose if you wanted like a very unique creative flair, you probably wouldn't use the AI. But if you're in a if you're in a bind, if you're in a jam, you could do that. Or you could just have the robot do it all for you. You wouldn't have to like record anything. You just or like, you could go to script. Richard's blog. What? Oh, Richard? yeah. Let's pump his tires just for fun. Yeah, let's pump his tires. Let's um, I am Richard White. I think it is. Let me Google this so I get it right. I am. If you have graphic design needs sure that are not I. being met by your was husband, I was going to say husband or hife. Husband um, or hife. Husband or hife. My wife. <laughs> you uh, need to go I to iamrichardwhite.com. Dot com. Richardwhite.com. And get your graphic design needs satisfied. I am certainly satisfied. Uh, I'm looking at his website right now. And I tell you, it's minimal. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's just he says portfolio coming soon. So he's like, he's obviously working on it because he just reached, uh, it's like a 10 year anniversary or whatever for his business. So there you go. Richard White. I am richardwhite.com. Or I am Richard White on uh, fucking Instagram and Instagram, and Twitter. And all those things, I guess. Truth social. Um, 
Yes. Yes. But anyways, yeah, the the podcast's fun. It's a really good way to like connect and like chat and debate and honestly maybe just incriminate ourselves a little bit for future oh, yeah. future if trials. If I just want to go into political office, we are fucked. Yeah. I don't know about that though cuz like you look at the caliber of people that are in there right now and you're like I could fucking do that though, right? I suppose it's that's true. everybody though. Everybody like would think that. They would be like They'd look at it and like, yeah, I can do that. And then they do it and then they just become another part of the problem. And you're like, you fucking piece of shit. You got to go along to get along, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Part of me was always like, oh, man, maybe that would be a good idea. But then it's like, no, that's not a good idea. Oh, I lose my mind. I know. Because you, if you've mind. ever watched, I don't know what it's, it's probably the same, if not worse in the UK. But if you watch the uh, the live broadcasts or the the recordings of Parliament or the Senate or whatever here in Canada, it's just oh, it's monkeys throwing poop. It's the worst. I hate it because um, <laughs> like they're like jeering and and they're like uh, they're laughing. Uh, like the the NDP leaders, like when I'm Prime Minister, and everyone's like, ah. I'm like, yeah, okay, he's not gonna be it, but it's like. Do they revert? Because they, they're allowed to get away with anything in Parliament. There's a whole like law and shit around it where they're like, yeah, you could say whatever you want. You could do whatever you want. And it's like can't be charged or whatever. I don't know. It's not doesn't count as slander and so on. And they just like take it to another degree. It's unbelievable. And some people are like, it's in the spirit of fair debate and you know, freedom of speech. And I'm like, yeah, but you don't have to be a dick about it, though. Like... Exactly. It's not, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's fun to watch sometimes, and I, mean, I guess it encourages healthy, but yeah, they're like, Roar! in the background the whole time. It's really yeah. fucking annoying when you're trying to hear It is speak. annoying, man. It is annoying. And it's just like this weird grandstanding, and it promotes this, this like party, not party unity even. It's just like, just follow what the party decides, and that's how it is. It's like you're in the, you elect an individual representative, but they're not individuals. You're electing the party, unfortunately. And then the party's got to be moderate because they want to appeal to a broader range of voters and, you know, basically tick their fucking list of uh, of constituents or whatever. I don't know. It's garbage, man. Welcome to the Wonder Boys podcast. We're going to complain about Welcome. stuff for the next 45 minutes. I mean, one thing we can't complain about, well, we can complain about, is Jacinda Ardern resigning. That I'm going to complain about. Why Why are legends like her yeah. stepping down? Probably because she's just sick and tired of it. I mean, she is sick and tired of being sick and tired. Yeah. Um, I think. She's a legend. She stepped down this week. Oh, my God. Did I record that? <laughs> I almost puked in my mouth. <laughs> 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 oh, <God. laughs> it's so good. The food is so good. I don't know. Oh, man. It's just he's eating it at speed because he wants to make sure it's hot while he eats it. No, but also gets just, on with the podcast. I'm trying to finish it so I can stop eating during the podcast. And I'm like almost throwing up in my mouth while doing it. Oh. 
Worth it. He says. Welcome to the Wonder Boys podcast. Yeah, this is a quality production. Oh, God. This thing. There we go. That's better. There we go. Now I'm more centered in the frame. Even though yeah. you're the only one who sees this, I'm more centered in the frame now. It looks great now. Before. Yeah, guys. I think I was, I was off to the side, side before, but now I'm actually centered in the frame, which is really what we need. Uh,. I did think about like, oh, maybe we could uh, record the video feed of, oh, just of these podcasts, but maybe not for this episode since you're clearly <laughs> preoccupied <laughs> with something else. He turns away to burp again. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. That's funny. It's funny. What were you talking about? Just in our turn, corrupt politicians. Are you yeah, seeing yeah, all yeah. this shit with George Santos in the States? I have not. Oh, man. I've kind of like anytime I see something like that regarding the U.S. government, I just kind of like switch off and don't pay attention. <laughs> There's a guy um, who straight up lied about everything he's done in his whole life and has been elected as a congressman in New York. Oh, no. And they've found out and like it's cl- they've like point after point. You're like, you lied about this. You lied about this. You lied about this. You lied. And he's like, yeah, well, the people elected me. The, the people elected the person. That you intended to be. Exactly. He's like, well, if they want me gone, they'll tell me I'm gone. Well, they can only do that in two years when you have another election. He's like, yep, well, too fucking bad, eh? I'm like, yeah. Whoa. Oh, jeez. What a fucking guy. Fucking George Gothalopodos Santos or whatever his fucking name is. Because that's not even his real name. He goes by several names. Why, though? What a weirdo. I might, I may have to look up a little bit about this guy because we watch um, Stephen Colbert's monologue quite often. And by quite often, I mean every single one of them. And oh um, his monologues are pretty good about it, um, going into it and make, obviously making fun and poking fun of it. So I'd, I'd recommend that, the Stephen Colbert late night. Okay. Oh, man. Um, I feel like already just reading the first few headlines of, on Google here, I am really about to get slammed with the worst algorithm that I've ever experienced in my life. <laughs> Google's going to destroy me. You're going straight into their sin bin. Oh my gosh. It's just like it's going to start recommending like stuff related to this and it's just going to it's going to end my my sanity in the <laughs> swiftest of manners. Oh no. Amazing. Oh, amazing. Um <sighs> Yeah, just in our dunes quitting um the UK Brexit's in shambles. I'm having a tough time finding what you sent the other day that you wanted to talk about because it was another complaint. Oh, yes. Um, I do like complaining. It was something to do with how you have, like, you know, you go to look up a banana bread recipe. And instead of just, you know, listing the ingredients, giving you the steps, they've got to tell you their fucking life story and, like, the history of banana bread and whatever. And... That's purely because like blogs need a word count or something like ads to be shown on there or to hit the the Google search engine optimization minimums or some shit. I don't know. So they do all that and you're like, okay, okay, okay. And then recently I found out that our municipality here does not actually like it when people use those plastic compost bags. I didn't realize they weren't, they were plastic, like totally plastic. I thought they were some kind of funky material. Because they're kind of weak and whatever, um, but apparently they're they're not cool with that. 
So I was like, okay, let me look at like other options for bags. And, and then, okay, for the cost, compost, they recommend I just use like newspaper, line the bin with newspaper, and then tip it out into the big bin when the big bin's ready to go. I was like, okay, that's easy enough. And then I was like, oh, what about like for my like around the house little garbage cans, like in the bathroom, got a little one, got a little one in the kitchen, whatever. Can I get, because they don't have the plastic shopping bags anymore at the at the supermarket. I was like, oh man, maybe I can like find a sustainable option. Let me go look up, look up anything online. So I go online. I'm looking for like these reusable or like washable bags that you can just, you know, tip out into the big bin, wash them real quick or like spray them down and then put them back in the in the small bin. And I freaking open up this link. Let me open this link up again. Okay. So the title are the reuse are there reusable bags or biodegradable trash bags? An investigation. First of all, that's a like why. Um living low waste blah blah blah. And it goes through all this shit and then in the intro, there's like a few few sentences for the first intro paragraph and then the next section is trash bags, a history. And you're like, I'm sorry, what? Why am I why am I reading about the history of trash bags? Just get to the point and tell me where and what I need to do to get reusable ones that I don't have to like buy a, a box of Glad bags or whatever, 40 a pack that you throw away every fucking time. And it eventually gets there. But it was another thing where I'm like, have we gone too far? Has humanity lost its way? And My I'm an optimist about my favorite, like, favorite nah. part of that was when you messaged me. You did use the banana bread recipe as an example again, but what you oh, said yeah, is like, it's like getting a banana bread recipe online where the author gives you a college <laughs> level course on banana republics before actually going to the fucking <laughs> recipe. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see what I wrote now. <laughs> so uh, fucking funny. It is. It's like, it's like they've got to teach you about how like some revolution that overthrew like another the trash bad government oh, yeah. eventually became like a dictatorship or an autocratic government you're like i'm sorry how is this related to banana bread or trash bags i don't understand <laughs> can you just get to the fucking point can you get to the fucking point the um the funniest trash bag or, or plastic bag story i know is there's a terrorist group in africa mm. Al Shabaa, Jenna is now yelling out in the back. Uh, Jenna's when an it, international uh, terrorism expert, is she not? She is, yeah. She's she's all in with the terrorists. And um, oh, sorry, that's going on the internet. I can't put that on the internet. <laughs> she knows what happens with the terrorists. She studies them. She learns about them. Um, she's a learned doctor. Um, apparently, one of their policies, besides terrorizing, is they're very against plastic bags. They're like, no okay. plastic bag. They're all for killing the people en masse. But They're all for bags. body bags, but plastic <laughs> bags are too far. <laughs> That's where they draw a line, and they can't, they can't cross that line. Which is fucking hypocrites. <laughs> so, yeah. No, maybe they're, right, maybe they're against body bags, too. I don't know. Maybe they bury their victims <laughs> in the desert. I have no idea. They're just but, compost uh, machines. Yeah. Oh, yeah, maybe they're really good at composting. I guess so. Oh, so yeah, funny. they're eco terrorists. They they want people to start recycling more. <laughs> we found out you use plastic bags. Your family's doomed or something. I don't know. We're coming for your firstborn. You're like what? Yeah. We're like I'm sorry. Who? <laughs> yeah. So um, I find that fact very funny. If I remember the first time Jenna told me she was researching something about, and yeah, she's like, 
How would you go about researching something like that? Like you'd have to, someone would have to speak to one of them or do they have a manifesto? No, they do. do. They... Jenna, how did you find out about the plastic bag thing? Like how did you research it? It's on Wikipedia. How do the people on Wikipedia? Wikipedia. Sir, Jenna, you have a master's degree. <laughs> what the heck? That's so yeah. specific. Wow. I never thought I'd say it, but we can learn something from the terrorists. <laughs> Tim's like, I never thought we'd say it, but we can learn something from the terrorists. <laughs> Amazing, amazing. Yeah, it's so true. It's such a funny, such a funny fact. <laughs> that is so uh, weird. Uh, that's like that's like if you were to like turn on the news one day and you hear out like, oh, Afghanistan has been taken over by the the Taliban again. Oh, and also they're really into gender pronouns, guys. <laughs> so uh, the dictator, he, him, and, and like, and you're like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> like. <laughs> so you say again like they're just like they pick one really specific thing to be progressive on and like yeah. everything else is like sharia law and like whatever women can't go to school and so on everything like, else uh, is backwards everything else is weird and you're like um what that oh happened too they they banned women from going to university and stuff in, mm -hmm. in and then a bunch of afghan men started like walking out of the schools and stuff amazing um, and i was like i was like man like wouldn't you want to if you wanted your country to be the strongest even if you're a, a, like a dictatorship or whatever wouldn't you want to use all the assets at your disposal i.e the people you know yeah not that i'm saying like oh yeah that <laughs> i'm trying to give the taliban tips <laughs> like i'm not trying to <laughs> i'm just like wouldn't you want to like not alienate people it's like people on the far right who are like these fucking libs or people on the far left that are like these fucking rednecks and you're like yeah but because you keep like going at each other, it just makes it worse. Like if you just like learn to be like, okay, he believes that and I believe this, whatever. But they're always like trying to like burn each other to the ground for some reason. I don't know. This is a bad. I'm going off topic and I'm not an expert here. So, but that's why people listen to him. Off topic, yeah, non-expert right. advice. Because of the weird ramblings that go from <laughs> nothing. To what something. were we talking about? Yeah, nothing to. Yeah. We're talking banning, about re reusable banning. garbage bags. Yeah. By the way, my sh my my fucking search did not pan out. I did not find one. There's a few that were available, but they were like not available anymore. Like you couldn't find them in many places, and ones you could find, it's like the stock's low or right. They're not shipping for like another th two months or whatever. And I'm like, ah. So now I have to just go like go to the grocery store like a pleb and buy the regular forty pack of bags or whatever. Do they accept the brown paper bags in your composting? Is that they is do? That but but apparently this fucking shops know this because it's like twelve times the price oh, as fuck. the plastic ones. So you buy like you can buy the plastic ones. It's like a fifty pack for eight dollars, nine dollars, whatever. I was mm -hmm. like, that's not bad. Then the brown ones for a twelve pack is like eight dollars, nine dollars, and you're like, uh, you got me. So luckily, our building gets a local newspaper delivered every week. So we're just gonna grab one of those and line the line the bin with the the newspaper, which is very much compostable, which is fine. Yeah, yeah. it's just like you gotta like you gotta arrange it like you're like you're potting a plant or like you're like you're fucking <laughs> arranging some flowers or something, and like make it a nice like snug fit with no gaps in there i don't know how i'm not a gardener so i don't know if that analogy works at all i but. can't believe the scumbaggy fucking plastic bag manufacturers had the fucking balls to put there on the on the branding say these are compostable bags 
and they're, they're like they're green. Not. They've got the like the things on them. And yeah. apparently they are in some cases, but right. Like the municipality or the region, whatever, has to have a specific recycling or composting ability to like do their it. machines or something. I don't know. Like I don't know how they process that stuff, but they're apparently during the processing, it's some places just don't have the capability to deal with it on mass. Like if everybody's using these big plastic yeah. bags, which is strange because also our like buildings, our buildings, uh, we have one big green bin for the whole place to share. So you dump your little green bin in there. Yeah, and that is lined with a big um, plastic, plastic bag. compost. It's a green plastic compost bag. So I'm like, I'm like so conflicted. Like our municipality recommends don't use them, and then the the guy, the company they contract to come collect it, it lines the, the bins with these bags. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Um, I'm not a smart man. Yeah, I'm a little confused. Oh, amazing. Regardless, regardless. Amazing. We move on from the plastic bag phenomenon. Phenomenon. Yeah. Um, what do you got planned for this year, Tim? In 2023, new year, new bullshit. What's yeah. on the docket, Tim? Yeah, I don't tend to make resolutions. Good. That's because good. Because I am constantly falling short of them. <laughs> so. Tell me more. I haven't made anything. I think I'll try and be more active online in the sense of like my freelancing. Okay. I do I do voiceover, timothymain.com. I've just been kind of like plodding along, like emailing clients and stuff and whatever and like dealing with people directly. I think I'll try and do more stuff on, dare I say, LinkedIn. Dare you say that? Or like post video content for, here, get this. SEO. Oh my um, god. And stuff like that, you know. I feel like uh if I if I put a little more effort into that, that could boost my business a little bit. So yeah, that that'll be the one. That'll be the one, I guess. Chill. Make make more money. Hustle yeah, man. harder. Well, yeah, just kind of be more maybe not make more money, but hustle harder. Just kind of create a more consistent more consistency around it. Because it's like it's it's on and off right now. It's like kind of a couple days there'll be nothing, and then you know the third day rolls around. Oh, there's like four things, five things all at once that come in all at the same time, or you know this or that. So I want to maybe build a more consistent consistent workflow, if that's yeah. a good way. And uh, yeah, and then see where that goes. But yeah, yeah. What about you? I mean, you're I mentioned LinkedIn for the obvious plug. What's going on? What's going on with LinkedIn? LinkedIn's going. No, uh, every every tech firm in the world is except Apple and LinkedIn are culling their employees. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, it's it's good for good for business, bad for people. But that's most well, business, so it's all maybe good. that's because all those other companies are culling. And then how do they use? What do they use to hire people? What do people use to get jobs? LinkedIn. LinkedIn. That's right. Damn right. Fucking nailed that's it. People using LinkedIn. So, uh, yeah. yeah, good, good, good there. Got a job there. That's good. Plans for 2023. Lots of, lots of traveling again. Going to come back to Vancouver at least once. Uh, so that'll be great. But other plans to go to Bruges and Italy and, uh, actually next week we're going to Pisa and Florence, Tim. You'll be happy to hear that. Ooh la la. We you took a train through Pisa. Sarah thought she saw the tower, and then we were gone. 
Good effort. And, uh, well done. But I will say Florence is the fucking tits. So I'm very much looking for Florence. We're only spending a day, less than a day in Pisa, basically. It's just where we land to get to Florence. It's basically the right. whole, yeah. whole gig. So, yeah. yeah, they're pretty close together, so that's that's pretty cool. That's yeah. pretty nice. And, yeah, Florence uh, is, the, is the tits, for sure. And it's very walkable if you can do walking tours, if you're into that type of thing. Big, big uh, walking city, tour city's guy. great for, for walking tours. And the tour guide we had on one of our things, we were to go see... Um, Michelangelo's David. Yeah, she was getting mad at the cars because she's like, "Why do you even need a car here? You just walk everywhere." She was like, literally yelling at the cars as they were driving by. So, very much a walking culture there. Very good. So, what was that? That was Bruges. That was Italy. That was Vancouver. Vancouver, Madrid. Oh dear God! Uh, gonna go to Marseille in France as well. Oh my god. Gonna go to Holland for sure. Go see our cousins. Oh my god. And they're our second cousins. They're children now because there's three of them. Holy shit. Um, Dear Lord. Oh, sorry. Cousin once removed. Sorry. Yeah. Jen has a big family. She understands how that all works. I'm yeah. We have, we have three family. We have yeah. three people. <laughs> three three families. <laughs> that is all. Well, it's like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Mom, dad, you and me in the immediate. And then, I mean, cousins, even that, not many. So, Nope. Not many of those either. Hard for us to tell. So, yeah, once removed, I guess. We'll go see our once removed cousins. Because why would they be... Oh, is it like... What's twice removed then, Jenna? Twice removed is like your mom's cousin. Like, it's twice removed. Your mom's cousin. You can't just be like, it's like this with this. Uh, yeah, but what about so my cousin's children? Your cousin's children is cousin once removed. Down a generation is once removed. Okay, so then what's second removed? Again, going down again. Thank you. That was my original question. You told me a different story, so that's fine. No, you're cut off. That's enough podcast time for you. Enough podcast time. <laughs> comes over here makes me food and then thinks she knows what she's talking about jesus how how dare you jenna how <laughs> dare you oh she's got a she's got one finger up on her wait, hand wait, wait, wait. oh wait i just wrong glennis is my first cousin once removed hannah and jacob my other cousins are my second cousin makes no sense makes no goddamn sense please here's the wait. solution first don't have a big family. Second, if you do, start culling your family. Wait, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I oh, mean, wow. excommunicating. I mean, uh, uh, disowning. Sorry, move to a different country. <laughs> yeah, disconnect yeah. from the internet. Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, Sarah's got a big family, and and she's like, oh, oh, if we ever get married, I'm gonna have a lot of like family. I'm gonna have to invite. She's like, well, not all of them will come though. Only like thirty or forty. I was <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, <laughs> is this a joke? <laughs> so true. <laughs> like. Uh, I have like four people who will definitely, well, three people who will definitely come, and then maybe like a, a maybe one European relative who might come, depending if they're not too busy with their kids, for Correct. example, now because all Correct. the cousins have kids. Um, yeah. Anyways, yeah, I was like, I'm running short on family, you know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> why so I need to like co-opt someone else's, uh, just to ensure continuation. Yeah, of course. Of course. That's what Jenna says, too. She's like, well, I'm, I might need some space on your side of the aisle because it's just you don't have a lot of family. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, fucking true. What if Holy I have a cow. thousand friends? I'll just bring all of my friends. 
Yeah, what about what about a billion friends like Mark Zuckerberg? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Everyone knows that guy. when the metaverse becomes the thing, he's going to be the coolest guy in the universe. In the metaverse, in the billion verse. Yes, in the metaverse. Sorry, sorry. Yes, Ready Player Three. Like I don't, I still don't get the point of the metaverse. No one does, Tim. So much money on it. So much money, and they have no idea what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, that's kind of nuts. I can't understand how you could just like dump so much money into something and just not have it be good or useful to anybody. (laughs) (laughs) But hey, that's just me. That's just the Zuck. I'm just a layman. Zuck. Yeah, that'll it'll get you. Apparently, apparently that's a thing though, where you know. People of a higher higher standing, um, in a high position, for example, in a company, in a government, whatever, they're so used to like things going well that they'll just come up with a like a batshit idea, and think it'll work because everything I've done so far has worked out because I'm a billionaire or I'm the president or I'm this or I'm that or I'm a dictator or whatever, and they're just like, yeah, this will be great, and they just don't see what everyone else sees, and they're like, no, dude. Um, People are seeing that now with like Elon Musk, for example. Like, is he really just dumb? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's 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 called something complex. It's called like um, somebody's complex. And the problem is with those people as well. All the people around them are just yes men. They're not anyone because well, yeah, they like money and jobs and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. they've just like ridden their coattails or whatever. And they're like, yeah, dude, whatever. We'll fucking suck your dick. I don't care. And mm. they'll just be yes people. Not even yes men. I mean, there's women at the top too. Exactly. Elon's just throwing stuff at the wall to see what sticks, and everyone's like, "Oh, well, okay." And um, and Zuck is doing the same, and I'm sure there's some others out there as well. You'd need to be like slapped in the face once in a while, but none yeah. of them are. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, once in a while, just taking down a peg or two, because I think it happens to regular people quite often. Where you know something will happen to you, and you like have to reassess or like evaluate yourself and look at yourself and be like. Man, I shouldn't have done that because that was dumb, or that wasn't a good or decision. Line, or what did I say? Yeah, like or like I needs... lost a lot of money, or this, or whatever. And yeah, exactly. Everyone needs their Chris Rock keeping their wife out of their mouth <laughs> yeah. moment. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, ex- you gotta like be called out once in a while, like yeah. be to- like made fun of, and like yeah, yeah. There's no, I mean, there's humility. Humility does not exist without it. I don't think. And we talked about it before. You got to have that humblicity, baby. Yeah, that humblicity. humblicity. We're gonna like term coin this term, and then people are gonna start using it, and we're gonna be famous. We're gonna be rich, and then we can pretend <laughs> that we are the greatest gift to something. And we always do and good, and we always make good decisions. We always make lots of money. And <laughs> and yeah, which yeah, the coolest uh, cats in the town? You know, you dig? Oh, what a yeah, what a what a cock stand. I found myself like <laughs> paying less and less attention to the news because of things like that. I don't know how you feel yeah. about it, but like you obviously maybe keep up with the George Santos thing or you look at it from the comedy angle, but I've started to just like slowly detach away from a lot of stuff because I'm like funny. It just brings no value. It wrecks you a bit too. You become yeah. like constantly, not obsessed, but you get like, they're called infinity pools. I've heard that phrase for is you can just go into an infinity pool and there's no end. You can just like go out news, news, more news. Give me more oh, news. yes. Is this like related to doom scrolling? Yes. Yeah. Same idea. Yes. Okay. Because yeah. that's a term I kind of picked up recently and I was like, yeah, doom scrolling is a thing, whether it's the news or it's like, 
the context I heard it in was doom scrolling Zillow, which in the U.S. is a big like real estate listing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was people like it was about millennials doom scrolling Zillow, just <laughs> looking at all the houses they could have owned 30, 20, 10, five years ago if they, you know, had just been born a little earlier, you know. If only they and tried a little bit harder. If only you tried a little harder. So, yeah, doom scrolling the news, doom scrolling that kind of stuff. Or like things like Instagram, looking at all these rich people living their fucking lives like do what we do and you're like okay yeah. can i have can i have money please i will yeah. i will do it i just need the money exactly there's a it's a good book i'm reading at the moment called outliers by malcolm gladwell and it talks about like people like you said there five ten if only you'd been born five ten fifteen years ago there's actually um he goes into talking about like there's outliers in the world like um bill gates and uh, that's one of the more prominent examples he uses. But basically, these people, besides being quite smart and intellectually gifted and um, having the right tools at their disposal, they got very lucky in the timing of becoming an outlier, right? And one of the things that he talked about, like there, uh, Bill Gates was born at the perfect time, that he was working with computers a lot when they were first coming out. He learned how to program, spent a ton of time programming before it became super prominent in had access to a machine which not a lot of people did and he so basically had the right opportunity lots of luck fell into it one of the richest men ever to live then plus the also other, i think his parents were quite wealthy he went exactly. to a private school exactly and, yeah yeah he, he didn't like didn't come from nothing he doesn't mock him yeah. doesn't go not into that, that they were wealthy much. on the same level as him but like yeah. exactly yeah he says like that doesn't hurt but also there's a lot of other yeah. factors as well that make uh make it good and then one the other one that was interesting like about timing was he did something he could looked at the canadian hockey league um and the nhl and based on when you were when somebody's birthday was you had a higher chance of being in the nhl than somebody else if you were born what? in the first half of the year like from january to june you had like a 50 or 60 percent higher chance of being in the nhl because basically what happens is when they pick uh, at junior levels, like when you're in like seven or eight years old, when they pick people to put them in certain programs, like good skill programs, like the high levels, like the A leagues or the triple A leagues or whatever, they're picked in September for the follow for the winter, right? Which runs October to April ice hockey. Right. And you're, but you're picking kids from a birth year, not based on that, like, hockey year you're basing them better on birth year yeah. so you january born December in june kind of thing yeah. exactly you were born in june um you, let's say of a year you're picked in a year there's somebody who's born in july who's six months older than you now they might not be necessarily more talented they just when you're eight or nine years old and you're developing at such a fast rate they're just six months ahead of you during that selection process so that gives you that edge to go into there and then what happens after that is you're in a specific academy or you're in a specific league, so you get more practice, you get more training with better coaches, and you get better and better and better throughout your year, and that's what gives you a better chance throughout your like hockey career. It right. gives you a better chance of being in the NHL and making that team in the end of being one of the best because you've had the best options. And it was determined so early on just basically by when you were born and how quickly you developed. And they did the yeah. same with um, with football or soccer as well. They did, and it looks exactly the same because the soccer season usually runs in the winter. Yeah, in the, winter, in the winter-ish late. months, right? Or exactly. North, Northern Hemisphere's winter kind of, right? Exactly. So yeah, fascinating. Fascinating just like... So if you want a kid that you want to play hockey, 
make sure they're born in the first third yeah. or fourth time year. your fucking birth year even then it's like now with the standards that have gone up for professional athletes not just in hockey not just in soccer football uh in like the olympics you look at Olympians now versus a hundred years ago. The hundred year ago Olympians are fucking schlubs. Like what a bunch of fucking idiots. Yeah. Um, because they weren't like like crafted from birth, and like you said, like they're selected for these specialty programs from such a young age, and then they just that's what they do. They'll do their school in the morning or whatever, like four or five hours of school, and then the rest of their day is just dedicated to this one thing, up until they're like fifteen, sixteen, when yeah, they're getting picked for the Olympics because they've been doing it for like nine, ten years by that point already. Yeah, and uh, I mean, this is mostly like sports, like you know, gymnastics and and track and field and all that kind of stuff. But it's just so weird now because it feels like if you want, you can't even make that decision later in life. No, you can't when you're like seventeen. Be like, I want to be a pro hockey player. Fucking impossible. Can't do it, dude. Like, it's, no. I'm sorry. You missed the fucking boat. He's like, yeah, but I was going through puberty. It's like, don't give a shit, bitch. Like, <laughs> you should have made that decision when you were seven. Yeah. And it's like, oh, fuck, okay. Even earlier than that, maybe. I don't know. It's uh, it's, uh, it's, it's a strange, strange yeah, It's an interesting world. phenomenon. I think he was the first like person to like, point it out, did the studies. and, and With statistics, for- too, which is yeah. like quite interesting. Yeah, you can. He did it based on like the Canadian Hockey League first, and then saw yeah, that like you could expand it to anything else. Probably exactly. Once he had the theory behind it, and he looked at the data further, and he's like, "Huh, wow, crazy." That's yeah. crazy. I mean, it yeah. does take a certain amount of talent. Like, don't get me wrong; you have to have a natural ability to be absolutely. With, but, yeah, but yeah, but still, yeah. The the kind of the cross section, the Venn diagram of luck, skill, timing, and who knows however many other factors to create this tiny less than one percent chance that you know you can pull it off yeah this window of opportunity it wouldn't even be like you said with bill gates as the example it wouldn't even have to be limited to like athletics it could be everything in life yeah and then the the people who benefit from these like incredible um situations this incredible luck and timing and and things of course yeah there's talent skill and other factors hard work yeah. baked in there but it's like it's like when they when they say to somebody you see like a these lifestyle coaches or or like these public <laughs> speaker guys who are like you just gotta put in the work yep and i'm like do you what do you think the rest of the population has does nine to five every fucking day like yeah people go to work dude yeah. it's just like whether they have the opportunity to you know break away from you know, you live in a small town where there's really just one industry, like like a coal mine or some shit, or you live in a major city with tons of opportunities, but then you're drowning in a sea of other people trying to do the exact same thing. How do you like push up above without being a ruthless, conniving, psychopathic douchebag? You don't, um, and that's why that... we have ruthless, conniving, psychopathic <laughs> douchebags at the top of companies and the top of that's our political true. systems. I've yeah. come full circle. Look at us. You see, you don't. You learn something on this podcast. You, you do something. if you can if you can stomach what is it forty five minutes of garbage <laughs> to get here. <laughs> you can finally get to something of value, which is oh. quite nice, actually. Yeah. You can check out our banana bread recipe on timothymain.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, do it. It's 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 totally worth your time. <laughs> it's totally worth your time. Yeah, totally worth it. No, yeah, that was a good. That's a good. Uh, 
I like that idea. That what's the book called again? It's called uh, Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. Outliers. Outliers. Okay. Yeah, it's a fast, fascinating, very, very easy to read, very, um, very interesting. It was like I was, it was like when I learned the fact. I told this one to Jenna the other day, but I read something. Uh, I think it was in Freakonomics or something, but it talks about um, people who floss regularly, floss their teeth regularly, yeah. generally live longer. Now. They generally live longer, not because they floss, right? Not specifically because they floss. Maybe it has something to do with it, um, like keeping clean teeth, not necessarily. But people who floss are generally more routine, more based around habits, have good habits in general. And as a result, maybe don't drink as much, don't eat, overeat as much, don't like exercise regularly, have good habits where they're exercising regularly, Mm -hmm. walking places and doing stuff. Other factors of their life contribute to them to having good um, long, healthy lives, but the fact that they floss was a commonality amongst a bunch of people, uh, a bunch of people that were studied during that. So you always—that's a good, interesting stat to always bring out. It's like if you floss, you have a higher chance of living longer because yeah, building stronger habits. Exactly. That was also very fascinating. Uh, that wasn't out of outliers. That was out of something else I read. I can't remember now. Right. Yeah, that's cool though. That is cool. I should go floss my teeth. Speaking speaking of habits, I'm also I'm gonna I'm gonna plug another book uh, here. I'm gonna plug. I've already read it and I bought it uh, again. It's called Atomic Habits. It's um, tiny changes, remarkable results. I can highly re- recommend it. There's maybe even if you pull like one thing out of this whole book, it's well worth it. I think it's a very interesting concept and good way to look at life. And if you want, if you have bad habits you want to change, or you have good habits you want to create, it gives you a little formula on how yeah. to do it and small incremental changes that you can make your life a little bit better so that's nice atomic sorry atomic changes by who atomic habits by james clear yeah atomic habits by james clear okay cool yeah i've never read a book i know that's why i'm telling you (laughs) here's the problem yes i don't know how to read Um, (laughs) that's why we do an audio format i know we do an audio (laughs) format my profession is based in audio things i don't actually read the scripts people send me i have an audio describer (laughs) transcribe them to me not transcribe but dictate them to me and then i repeat it um no (laughs) no i i've never got into like with non-fiction like reading non-fiction books Mm. um of any kind really i really struggle fair i really struggle like uh studying for example was really tough it was just like unless it was like something like history for example where there's mm. a there's kind of like an overarching narrative or something and yeah not to say that nonfiction books don't have that obviously they do but i really like i i've never really been able to like lock into things like that and like i don't know that's not, I'm not going anywhere with that. I just wanted to. I just wanted to share that with the group. I agree with you. Some of the, some nonfiction books can be extremely dry. Um, I yeah. did get through one. Not well. When I read, I was called Empire of Pain. It's about the Sackler family and the OxyContin um, issue, the opioid crisis, and there, like that book for a third of it is quite slow and dry. But the rest of it was written in a good, like, narrative format in that it's, like, telling mm-hmm. a story, like, history story. That's good. Yeah. Um, I like the way my Malcolm Gladwell writes as well. Also, more, like, stories. Gives you the facts woven into, like, stories. Like, he tells you about the Canadian Hockey right. League, and he tells you about this, and he tells you about that. But there are some ones that are just, like, here are some facts that I am going to tell you, and you are going to I think to that's like what that. I mean when, like, I can't get gripped by the ones like those where yeah. – 
yeah, they can be written, like, it can be very interesting information, it can be very informative or whatever, but it's the way it's presented sometimes is just dry and bland, as you say. It's just nothing. Do it's not nothing. like, yeah, do not like those either. I agree, I agree with you, so don't don't worry, you're not an outlier there. <laughs> but I'm certain, I'm sorry, outlier by Malcolm Gladwell, folks. <laughs> Find it on your local bookstore uh, shelves. Or just um, Pompe Bezos' big bookshop of bonanzas yeah get that audible in your ears maybe. amen amen i've been listening to uh, audiobooks recently uh the lord of the rings trilogy because i found out that andy circus who plays Gollum in the films uh narrates or did a recent recently did the narration they i had an old narrator before i think he recently redid them cool because because they had him do not just the lord of the rings but also the hobbit as well Cool. So he's there's like they've got a consistent narrator across them all, and he's really good because I mean I've listened to audiobooks where it's like yeah the narrator kind of changes their voice a little bit for each character and you know they're quite good but I think because he is like a a very skilled actor and so on he does such unique interpretations of every character and like. And voices and stuff and they're so distinct that you don't even have to focus really where you can tell who's speaking just by his voice accent whatever before he the text even says you know said Pippin or said Mary or whatever you can kind of like pick it out he even did uh, I told mom and dad about this one recently where there's a scene a lot of the book is characters describing things that had happened like, oh, this is how it happened. And it's like like Pippin goes on to talk about how Treebeard and, and all that attack. He's telling that story to somebody else. Yeah. It's not actually in the book. It's not described. It's more the characters describing it to the other characters, which yeah. um, if uh, if the listeners can get my meaning. But anyways, he's, he's playing Pippin, reciting this story, and then Pippin imitates Gandalf at one point. And he does Gandalf's voice as Pippin, so he's got this kind of Scottish accent that he does for Pippin. But when he does Gandalf, he's like a, a deep, gravelly, like very proper English man. And uh, so he does the big, proper English gravelly voice through Pippin's voice. So he's very got like cool. this Scottish lilt to it. And you're like, holy fucking shit, this guy's amazing. <laughs> so everyone go watch Andor, Star Wars. Okay, here we go. We've done Star Wars. Because <laughs> he's in that. Well. And he's, have you not seen it? No, I haven't. Fucking stop what you're doing right now and watch Andor. It is honestly the best Star Wars thing I've come I, out. We talked about this last time. I know, I know, Tim. I will get right oh on that. Oh, my God. I would honestly sacrifice the oh. last three films at an altar just to keep Andor going forever. <laughs> no, not, not really. But, like, I would get, like, it's better than the sequel trilogy. And it's only one season. And you're like, right. what the fuck? Um, yeah, John Favreau. Yeah, you dirty bastard. It wasn't even him who did it. It was some other guy. It wasn't. It was the guy who wrote. um, I think he wrote Rogue One, and obviously he's like, I want more. So he uh, he made this series, and it's really yeah, it's really great. Well, the series that did you ever play The Last of Us? I did. Well, I played uh, not the second one. I played the first. The first one. one. So there's a new series season series, obviously being released slowly at the yeah. moment for and I haven't watched it but apparently the first episode follows like the start of the story almost mm-hmm, shot yeah. for shot which was heartbreaking and incredible and and it, so I'm very much looking forward to it and it's um made by the same guy who did Chernobyl 
So um, oh boy, Chernobyl was a good show. Exactly. I didn't watch that. I didn't watch the first episode of that show. I watched the Last of Us episode one. Oh, okay. So am I right? And, and in I my can, description. Yeah, I would say it's pretty spot on. It's pretty great. They add some stuff too, which is nice. awesome. Uh, because obviously in the game you've got to like play from a character's perspective. That's kind of how they do it. But in the show they're able to like, you know, move things around a bit, change a few details here and there. But not in the like not to the detriment of anything. It kind of only enhances what's what's already there. Cool. Which I found quite nice. Um, also, fun fact: they filmed it in Calgary. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, or Calgary, Alberta, Canada. They filmed it yeah. here, basically. Yeah. I mean, they didn't have to really do any set dressing or anything. It already looks like a post-apocalyptic <laughs> wasteland. Am I right, everybody? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, I'm putting, I'm putting hashtag Calgary in this bitch for sure. Yeah, that's right, bitch. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, Calgary's a nice town. I was just joking. But, yeah, they didn't really have to do any set dressing, did they? No, I'm just kidding. Okay, sorry about that. No, that would have been the case if they did it in Saskatchewan. <laughs> okay, sorry, Saskatchewan. I'm sorry. No, sorry. no, they de- that definitely would have been the case if they done it in Manitoba. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Manitoba, am I right, everybody? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. They never saw it coming, those pieces of shit. No. Okay, sure. Sitting on their laurels. Didn't know. Just didn't know. Uh, sons of bitches. No, the, the, the episode was really good. I think episode two came out yesterday. Okay, so I'll, I'll bra- brace yourself, though. Episode one, we started watching it Sunday night or whenever it came out. And uh, it was like an hour and a half. It's HBO, isn't it? Yeah, we start watching this thing. And I'm like, oh, I wonder where they're going to like end this episode, thinking like halfway through. And then one at one point, Sarah goes to the bathroom, so I pause it. And I look at the timestamp, and I'm like, we're halfway through. It's like an hour and a half. <laughs> like, it's a fucking movie. I was like, I thought we were just going to watch an episode of TV. And we're like, we're getting nope. ready to go to bed and stuff. And we're like, oh, i got to fucking finish this. <laughs> so, like, start it early. Start at, like, 8 o'clock if you can. Yeah. Or whatever. Don't don't, don't expect it to be short. Yeah. I'm like, I mean, it was good because, like, the, the episode was, like, it didn't feel like it was cut short or anything like mm-hmm. that, which was kind of nice. But, uh Yeah. It was, <laughs> I was like, oh my God, how long is this fucking episode? Because uh, I didn't check beforehand, but. Well, because you would expect when it was coming out on TV that it's not. I thought it'd be an hour, yeah. like 45 minutes to an hour. You know, some episodes are a little bit longer. Oh, they're an hour and five minutes. Sure. It's like an hour and a half. <laughs> I was like, uh, oh boy. HBO just been like, fuck it. Yeah, Let's they're like, do we don't it. care. Yeah. Yeah. I did check episode two uh, yesterday when it came out. I haven't watched it yet, but it was like 50 minutes. So I was like, oh, thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Oh, oh boy. Yeah, that makes me feel better. Cool. No, I'm very much looking forward to that. And I've been re- watching um, 1899, which sadly has oh, already I heard been. That's quite good. It's, it is very it's very interesting. It's got a cool like concept. It's a, There's a lot of mystery. Um, they keep mm-hmm. opening. The problem is, I think, they planned on having three seasons to be able to unravel all their all mysteries. Right. But they've made one season and been canceled. So. Ugh. Uh, there's a lot of open mystery. It's a Maybe lot. It'll of... be like one of those situations where you have another company will will decide to fund it or produce it or whatever. Maybe because that's happened a couple of times where like one place will cancel, but it's usually like traditional TV will cancel it, and then like a streaming service like Netflix will pick it up. Yeah, not the other way around. But Netflix is so notorious now for like just funding everything. Yeah. If it doesn't slap after one season, they're like bye bye. <laughs> yep. Like, we're making another 12 seasons of Wednesday now. And you're like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, Apparently Wednesday's so really good, but I don't know. But I haven't seen it, so I mean, I'm not going to watch it. I haven't it. watched it. And also, whatever. Whatever. 
Yeah. 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 Exactly. Netflix knows they've got so much data behind them. They know what to, what's going to work and what's not. They know what's making the money and what's not. So mm. the the CEO, the Reed Reed Hastings, I think the own the founder and um, CEO actually stepped down from Netflix recently as well. Basically. Oh, probably. Yeah. He's like, I'm sick of making millions of dollars. I've had enough as, of this as shit. A CEO. I'm going to go be a CEO at another company. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. So, I yeah, so wonder, some, like, some good things, good things uh, coming up on the internets, already on the internets. Yeah. Um, what else have I? Oh, I've started watching the Bernie Madoff, Madoff um, documentary on Netflix as well. See, Lucas, what I'm hearing is like you've watched this, you've watched that, you've read this, you've read that, and you haven't watched Andor. You I know. Piece I know. Of poop. Yeah, it's it's poo. It's exce- it's excrement. I'm just kidding. It's what definitely excrement. What did Bernie Madoff do this time? <laughs> no, it's about his whole like Ponzi scheme. Oh, and, I see. It's about uh, his whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say because he's he's quite a famous criminal. Yeah, yeah, famous white collar criminal. Yeah, it's it's yeah. fascinating. I don't know how he got away with it. It's it's fascinating. Well, I do. I, I'm sure it explains later on in the documentary because I'm, yeah. I'm not finished it. But well, like for a long time when I was younger, like you hear the word con man or like things come up in in you know common vernacular, but you don't realize until later when someone explains it or you hear it again. That's like short for confidence man. Yep. And then you start to like delve into like the reasoning for these things, and it's like confidence man because they gain your confidence and blah 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 blah. I think that's purely it. Like they've just got to be willing to do this bad thing, and then know how to, I guess, gain your confidence and just fuck around with it. Or and they're know, super man. confident, and they just like lie to your face. And because they're so confident with yeah. their lie, it doesn't phase you. And you're like, well, I guess it must be true. Yeah, this guy's like not flinching or anything. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's crazy, eh? It's crazy. I don't know. It's crazy. Speaking of confidence, men, we're the Wonder Boys. Mm, this is we are the very Wonder Boys. <laughs> no, we're not con men, though. Oh, no, we're not. Uh, actually, if you could buy my NFTs at <laughs> TimothyMain.com. Yeah, they're, gonna, they're getting big. Very exclusive. Baby. Very exclusive. It's extremely exclusive. You want to get in on this before it peaks. Like, this is, you don't want to miss out. This is the opportunity. Yeah, man. Let me tell you. Um, believe us when we say. Believe me when I say. I know there's a song in there somewhere. But uh, I've been Lucas. That's been Tim. Hello. Did you want to sign off with anything else, Tim? Was there anything else? In no, mind? I don't have anything in mind. Um, but f- listen to our podcast. I mean, if you're at the end of this one, obviously you're doing well. Good on you. Uh, uh, d- d- uh, follow us online. Sure. Like, you could definitely try doing it. that. Yeah. Yeah. I was, that was a question more than a <laughs> than a. Requ- I was like, follow us, maybe. I don't Ready? know. If you want. Um, yeah. Otherwise, just have a good time. Probably. Stick to our once a month schedule. Yeah. We'll see how it all works out. Yeah. We'll probably see how it all works out. Yeah, and call your mother. Your mother oh, call, call your mother. You, call, call your mother. Call your mother. That's from something. It is. I can't remember what. Isn't it? Like a movie or something? Yeah. Call your mother. Okay. Call your mother. Yeah. Hey, hey, say hi to your mother for me, okay? <laughs> That's Mark oh, Wahlberg. A bunch of apparently. New Yorkers. Oh, is it Boston? Yeah. Boston. Yeah, but, well, uh, there's a SNL bit with Andy Samberg when he used to be there playing Mark Wahlberg, <laughs> and he's like having conversations with everything. And he's got a great impression, so that's that's the main crux of the comedy is just the impersonation and how accurate it is. But at the end of every interaction with each person, or even talks to a dog at one point, he's like, "Okay, okay, say hi to your mother for me, okay?" And he just <laughs> walks away. 
And it's like, uh, what? What? Amazing. Anyways. When I saw, uh, speaking of SNL, and last thing here, saw Ryan Gosling doing, uh, he was on SNL doing a skit about, pre-recorded skit about the Avatar logo. He's like, oh, Papyrus. <laughs> I yeah. fucking love it. I <laughs> yeah. love that so much. So good. I hadn't seen that in a while. I was like, oh, this is so good. Now with the new Avatar, with its updated logo, it's making the rounds. Yeah. Um, I hope they do a follow-up to it, which would be nice. <laughs> but I send it to Sarah constantly because she's a, as a graphic designer. Like Papyrus is one of those fonts where it's like they don't dare touch it with a 10-foot pole because it's so bad. <laughs> um, that and like Comic Sans or, yeah. or she's like, you know, the basic ones like, like, Cambria, Times Calibri, New Roman, Calib- Calibri or Calibri, Calibri, yes, that's the the word favorite, isn't it? That's, that's the right for for word. <laughs> so like, she's just like they love it. It's a graphic designer in joke, apparently. Amazing. I, I just I hadn't thought about it in such a long time, and then I was thinking, one how night, did he get away with it. How did he get away with it? <laughs> Brilliant! Look up Papyrus skit on uh, yeah on YouTube from us. If you're in Canada, you probably won't get it on YouTube, but uh, get a I'll VPN. Will fucking deal. Yeah, with get it. a VPN, guys. You know how it is. You can get a free trial probably somewhere. Just, just do it, pussy. You won't. Don't alienate our our <laughs> audience by calling them pussies, please. We alienate them enough. It's true. With it's our true. with our content, our terrorist content that we're probably gonna get taken down. That's whatever. True. Uh, true. Life's hard. Anyways, enjoy your life. Have a good one. We'll catch you on the next one.